This is JimPinto.com e-news number, 311, the 22nd of February 2013. This e-news is read by Jim's text-to-speech robot, MacJimbo, or MacJimbot, if you prefer. As usual, there are five items and three feedbacks in this issue of e-news. Item 1. The Scourge of Government Lobbying. Lobbying in the U.S. has been interpreted by court rulings as free speech and is protected by the Constitution, but it is seen in a negative light by the American public and is indeed a blatant form of bribery. Since the 1970s, lobbying activity has grown immensely in terms of the numbers of lobbyists and the size of lobbying budgets. It is subject to extensive and complex rules which if not followed, can lead to severe penalties including jail. Much lobbying is done by corporations. It happens at every level, federal, state, county, municipal, and local government. Lobbying is the third largest business in Washington, after government and tourism. The number of registered lobbyists in Washington has more than doubled since 2000 to more than 34,750. Few other businesses have enjoyed greater prosperity. Lobbying blatantly causes policies to be instituted by bribery rather than sensible constructive agendas. As things stand, there is no serious debate on this subject. It's simply the battle of the richest. What are the solutions? Currently nothing is being done to stop, or even curb, the practice. Watch the Eddie Murphy movie, Distinguished Gentlemen. It shows what lobbyists and members of Congress do openly and blatantly. It's supposed to be a comedy. But, is it? Item 2. Fracking, opportunity or threat? Hydraulic fracturing, fracking, is the process of extracting natural gas from shale rock layers deep within the earth. Horizontal and vertical drilling allows for injection of highly pressurized fracking fluids into the shale area. Fracking is a dirty industry and is inherently unsafe. The precise recipes for fracking fluids pumped into the ground, carcinogens and other weird stuff are proprietary and confidential. Clearly there are serious risks of groundwater contamination. In the U.S., thanks to aggressive lobbying with federal decision makers, Fracking is exempted from the federal legislation that normally protects air and water. Opponents point to potential environmental impacts, including contamination of groundwater, risks to air quality, the migration of gases and hydraulic fracturing chemicals to the surface, surface contamination from spills and the flow back and health effects. These things turn local communities into sacrifice zones. It's simply written off as collateral damage. Clearly energy price, with oil price a major factor, is a huge driver of the global macroeconomy. It's using dirty tech to hold off collapse and decline. A member of the Association of Professional Futurists said this, there's a kind of madness in civilization that makes us do things like fracking. Behind the madness is a collective method that trades smaller madness against larger unseen ones. Item 3. Smart machines are eliminating human jobs. 
the anticipated recovery has not brought the unemployment rate down significantly in the U.S. and most advanced countries. The reason is that many manufacturers are driving to improve productivity through increased spending on automation because it's cheaper and requires fewer people. 200 years ago, 70% of American workers lived on farms. Automation eliminated all but 1% of their jobs, replacing them with machines. But, the Industrial Revolution created hundreds of millions of new jobs in entirely new industries. Erstwhile farmers worked in factories that produced automobiles, appliances, televisions and other new age industrial products. Today, that scenario is being repeated. 70% of today's occupations will steadily be replaced by automation. It is just a matter of time. This next wave of automation is centered around artificial intelligence, machine learning, robotics, cheap sensors, and the pervasive Internet. There is already extensive artificial intelligence in many machines, though it may not be called that. Any job dealing with lots of paperwork will be taken over by machines, including a lot of medical routines. All routine information-intensive activities will become automated. The switch to intelligent machines will be everywhere. It's already begun. The Associated Press analyzed employment data from 20 countries. They found that almost all the jobs disappearing are in industries that pay middle-class wages. These are jobs that are the backbone of the middle class. The questions remain, where will new middle class employment emerge, or will the middle class simply disappear? Item 4. Everything connected via smartphones and tablets. For several years now, we've discussed the pervasive Internet and the Internet of Things, a world where nearly everything will be connected to everything else. Now it is starting to emerge almost everywhere. It's becoming reality. More and more connected things are accessible via smartphones and tablets. This is because hardware intelligence by itself is useless without being connected for display and control by the user. The hardware used to be a standalone device, but it becomes vastly more useful when connected. This is where most technology applications are headed. Because of the rapid worldwide adoption of smartphones and tablets, they function as the device to display, interact and record almost everything. The hardware is made smarter through the connections and applications that add value. Similar changes are also happening in other aspects of our lives. In factories, transportation, school systems, stadiums and other public venues. Embedded processing is everywhere. The pieces of the technology puzzle are coming together sooner than most people expect. Just as the Internet phenomenon happened not so long ago and caught like wildfire, the Internet of Things will touch every aspect of our lives. Are you ready for it? Item 5. The Post-PC Era. In recent years, Everyone has recognized that the era of the personal computer is over. What we are seeing is not the death of the PC, but the gradual erosion of its importance, a shift in focus away from traditional systems and onto newer devices. PCs are giving way to post-PC devices like smartphones and tablets. Raw horsepower and terabytes of storage have given way to low-power consumption and cloud storage. 
The shift from PCs to post-PC devices is the change in how people interact with, and even bond with, electronic devices. Post-PC devices are more intimate, and far less likely to be shared. Most PCs have several users. A tablet or smartphone usually has only one. Low energy is the new benchmark. The drive for higher performance has been replaced by the push for longer battery life. The post-PC era demands devices that are small, cool and quiet. In the old days, it cost a lot to add megabytes of storage. Today, you can add super-fast solid-state storage to a PC for about a dollar per gigabyte. And more data is being pushed into the cloud. There's more to cloud storage than just cheap storage. The cloud offers a convenient solution to syncing data across multiple devices. So, when you get a new tablet or smartphone, your contacts and messages magically appear. As usual, there are three feedbacks in this issue of eNews. Feedback 1. Bob Fritz felt that my article about bribery in Congress did not provide solutions. Bob sent this list. Jim, you left out the most egregious source of fraud. Congressmen becoming lobbyists when they retire. 40% do that. Here is some of my list of solutions. 1. Order every government manager and department to cut costs by 5% per annum starting immediately, with no cut in output. 2. Make double-tipping illegal. If you retire from the government, you cannot take any pay from any other branch of the government. Ever. 3. Make it a felony for any ex-congressman to engage in lobbying anyone in Congress or federal employee. 4. Eliminate all retirement programs except Social Security and 401k. 5. All federal employees and congressmen must be subject to the laws they pass. No cushy lifetime medical programs, for instance. 6. Stop the freebies for our ruling class. If paying for his own gasoline to drive home to Missouri was good enough for President Truman, it's good enough for anyone. Unfortunately, we will never get the ruling class, who masquerades as public servants, to consider such restrictions on their ill-gotten gains. Feedback 2 Gabe Rosica liked the idea of going completely paperless. He feels that the post office is obsolete, delivering only paper. One benefit you forgot to mention is you don't have to deal with the U.S. Post Office, which seems to have returned to its roots, taking as long to deliver a letter as the Pony Express did. For a snowbird like me, paperless is really great since I have most everything in both places. I do, however, still have to screw my mailbox shut up north when I head south to prevent the USPS from delivering mail that is supposed to be forwarded. Feedback 3. Sally Ann Offner had this to say about e-education. I think you make valid points about e-education. But, as one who has taught undergraduate and graduate courses in person and in online settings, might I suggest that the full human interaction may be a better tool than emails, chat or real-time video. I understand the value of using such tools and use them in my own company's training programs. but. 
I believe that seminars lose a lot in the absence of face-to-face -face meetings. Perhaps I'm just an old traditionalist, but until there are better communications platforms, I think I'll stay with the preponderance of real interaction rather than the cyber variety. Well, that's this issue of e-news. Please send us your feedback. Send your email to jim at jimpinto.com. Thank you for listening.